0: Talk Radio. Good morning, folks. Troy Dooley here, the host of the Beachside CEO. Yesterday, we voted. and Man, alive, do we see all kinds of stuff taking place going on. Uh, doesn't matter, Republican or Democrat, we got a new four years rolling. So let's just continue to pray for this great country and pray for the, the leadership that's in it, because we all need it. That's the name of the game. Hey, the most important minute, In your network marketing career, knowing what the most important minute is and how to use it will make you more money, faster, and easier in your home-based business. Put together by Ken Dunn, founder of Ocean Avenue. And yesterday, if you haven't listened, we really did learn what that most important minute was. Let me reiterate. Let me talk about it for a minute. Do you remember when you first caught the vision, when you stood on the summit? Do you remember that amazing feeling that you felt, seeing the unlimited potential of our great profession, of the company that you joined? Joining the business is likely the most emotional decision you will ever make in business, because usually getting married is more emotional than this. But that right there, that emotional moment, that that period in time when you say, I'm in, is the most important minute. But we've got to talk about it. we got to discuss what do you do. Ken Dunn once told me, he said, success is determined by the actions you take long after the emotions of the decision has passed. That That one nugget that he spoke to me has worked in several different areas in my life the success is deter- that success is determined by the actions you take long after the emotions and the decision of the decision is passed think about it when you join the business especially after you've had some frustrating times some no's come your way do you ever wish that you could get back that minute you could get back that passionate moment that emotional drive just imagine standing there again saying, I'm going to be somebody. It's exciting. Most of us don't even know what to do next, but we are fired up. We can't even put into words what it is totally, but we know, man, this is it. This is where I'm going. I'm headed in the right direction. I'm excited. Somebody will pop our bubble down the road. Somebody's going to tell you no. No. If you've been around this profession any time at all, you get excited. You almost get that excited again when somebody says yes, and they join the business. You get as excited as they do. That's the fun part. Now, some of you may be on the phone right now, listening in on the call and listening on your iPhone or your Android. You may be saying, Troy, I've not gotten that way. I haven't. I haven't brought anybody in yet. Then I want you to keep going back every night. Every morning when you get up, every time when you go to bed, I want you to be thinking about the moment you joined. Deep down inside, you knew why you were getting involved in the business, why you wanted to get into network marketing. Ken writes this. He says, have you ever signed someone up in the business and they disappeared without even opening their starter kit? Have you ever had someone join the business with you, quit months later, and blame you for their bad experience?" Have you ever signed someone up new, asked them to write their names list, or asked them to, to let you help them make the contacts, and you met with resistance by your new apprentice? Have you ever experienced an apprentice who signs up but avoids getting started? This may be the most important question today. Did you join a network marketing business and then quit a couple of days later? See, it really doesn't matter if it's network marketing If it's a marriage, a relationship, a presidential campaign, a Senate campaign, a city council. It doesn't matter what it is. If you can relate to that, then you're like all of us. Most networkers just don't like talking about it. But see, the most important minute is when you say, I'm in. It's right then and there. Sure, it's a scenario of disaster. Sure, most of the time you don't even know what to do with the new person. But it's that most important. See, we all know that if you want something big, you got to do something big. But we also know there's a significant amount of people who never get started or disappear because the pain of change is greater than the pain of staying the same. And that's not any of our faults, but that's where I really love getting involved with people. See, when I sign somebody up, I make clear to them, "Let's keep connecting, keep reaching out, let's keep let's keep going, let's keep doing." And what I've found with people is, 95% of the time, they're not on our radio shows, they're not on our training, they're not hitting the website, they're not emailing, they're not calling, they're not texting, they don't even they don't do nothing. They fall right back down into the same trap. And that, my friends, is are a tough call, but it's not your fault. Yesterday we talked about the fact that we're going to bring people in and those that want it as bad as you do are going to rise to the top. They're going to make it big. Ken writes this. I thought it was good. He said, The first thing we need to understand is that mountains have a point at the top and the other side can be a slippery slope. Have you ever heard the buyer's remorse or of a sober second thought? Joining a network marketing business is a purely emotional decision. It is. People join because they know, like, and trust you. 20% of the people are going to join because of a logical decision. The rest is emotional. But there's a couple of reasons that Ken writes in here for these emotions. One the barrier entry is low enough. See, if you're going to spend a million dollars on a new franchise or 250 on a new business, I guarantee you we would take months or, or weeks to investigate the decision. But starting a network marketing business in a good company is going to cost about, I don't know, probably 400 to 1000 dollars or so somewhere around there. The sweet spots usually about 5, 5 to 1000. Most people join on a credit card, and even they don't do everything to lose their initial investment. Or I should say, even if they do lose that initial investment, the product's just sitting in the garage. Let's just be realistic for a minute. Most of them don't think it's the end of the world. Matter of fact, I've seen people buy five and $10,000 worth of water filters and leave them in their garage. They buy vacuum cleaners and leave them in the garage. They don't think it's the end of the world because it wasn't a big enough barrier of entry. Number two, people have an instant gratification mentality. It doesn't matter if we tell people over and over again that it'll take two to five years to build this business and to build it into a full time income. What happens is they see the money stories. They hear these people that have just built it in ninety days or whatever. They're, oh, we're making ten thousand dollars. We're making this. We're making it that, and they think they can do the same daggum thing. And they don't realize that a lot of times it's just hype. See, we can't stop people from talking about big money, and as long as we do, it's going to bring people in on that emotional roller coaster called get rich quick. The one thing I never talk about with my team is big money. There's no reason to. This was a life change for me. We're going to go out here and we're going to continue to rock along. Our life hasn't dramatically changed just because we joined Ocean Avenue. Your life's not going to change just because. You, but I tell you what, three to five years down the road, your life can change. Not ninety days. Not a year. Can it change? Sure. If you brought one person in a month and they brought one person in a month, sure. You guys are out there getting the product and and bringing in customers, and the customers are getting their product for free. Absolutely. But you want to know it's going to be a three- to five-year process. My good friend Richard Brooke wrote the four-year career. Wonderful. Everybody should have it. I tell my team that. It's the name of the game. But if you want to get people off the roller coaster, then you've got to act fast. You're standing at the top of the mountain. You can see it all. Your dreams are there. But you know what happens when you're on top of a mountain? you got a lack of oxygen. Lack of oxygen means you get lightheaded. All of a sudden, maybe those dreams are clouding your judgment a little bit. You dream that you're flying your own jet and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden you start coming down the mountainside. Oxygen starts getting back. All of a sudden your head clears and you think, oh my gosh, what the heck am I doing? I'm quitting. This is too hard. I'm going back up and over the other side of that mountain. Not like that. It doesn't have to be like that. Ken did not put this in his book, but I'm going to tell you this. Building a network marketing company is like shoveling crap. Just plain and simple. If you ever worked on a farm and you had to go and shovel manure, it's going to be in a big old pile and it's going to be sitting there. But then along comes the truck and you've got to move that pile of crap to the other side and get it in that truck so they can either buy it, sell it, or use it as fertilizer. And you get out that shovel and you just start piling. And you shovel and you stick it in there and you shovel and you stick it in there. And about halfway through that pile of crap, you're sweaty. You're hot. You want to quit. It's nasty feeling. It stinks. You put the shovel down and you stand on the end of it and you look around. You can walk back out the other side of that crap and be back right where you started. Or you can shovel your way through the other side of that crap And come out on the other side, knowing that you've put it all away. It's all in that truck. It's all being moved out. And you can see a bright green field in front of you. And see, that's how building a business is. But you've got to get started right in the beginning. And you've got to pick up that shovel, and you've got to start piling, and you've got to start moving that crap out of the way. And you've got to teach each and every one of your people to do the same. Because here's what's going to happen. It's called an adrenaline drop. And as soon as the emotions wear off, if you're not there to support them and help them and give them a way to get going and help them overcome their own limiting beliefs, they're going to run just like you would. Because within minutes, here's how Ken writes this. He said, within minutes of joining the business, your apprentice is starting to get worried. Think about the mountain that they're standing on. The downside of the mountain is steep. It can be a nasty fall if we trip. Oh, my gosh. We go from that 10-10 moment, that rock and roll, to, oh, my gosh, we're, I don't know about this. Now, all of a sudden, we're about a 7 to 10. Give it 72 hours, and you can't even freaking find them. They become a secret agent in network marketing. Ken uses a... A philosophy he calls the Golden Rule on their team: you never go to sleep with an application sitting on the desk. He says I've met dozens of people over the years who will get their prospect to the summit, take the application, and then wait days before they actually sign their new partner up. By then, the apprentice is already six to a seven out of ten before the application's even submitted. If the prospect is ready to give you their application at midnight, then you need to be ready to put them in at midnight. He's absolutely right. This is huge, folks. You need to listen to this. See, it's not just being about a big-time recruiter. Recruit, recruit. This is all I hear. Con- you know what? It really pisses me off sometimes. Is that companies are four, five, six years old, and they're still stuck on their startup stage. Hey, we brought 160,000 people in this month. Woohoo! I think that's great. But if we're if you're in the accounting department, they're looking at the attrition rate. How many people went out the backside? Not how many people went in? We were at pro step. we'd lose two to three hundred people a month. We'd bring in six hundred, so we always had a net a net to the positive. But we were losing half half the freaking people out of that half, about ten to fifteen percent would always come back, but it was a tough call. It's not so much about the people you're bringing in. It's about the people that are sticking. And the only way you're going to get them to stick is to take that em- that magic moment, that first one, and realize I'm not recruiting them. I'm sponsoring I'm going to be a leader. I'm going to take care of them. I'm going to help them get off on a good start. Because if you're not doing that, it won't work. I know that along the way, I've screwed this up so many times that there's people out there going to blame me for their failure. He wasn't there for me, didn't take care of me, you know, said it was going to be like this and then then it wasn't. He's making the money. That's going to happen. And you know what? In a lot of ways, they're probably right. I've got one gal that I mentored when I was younger, and I mean, she is a rock star today over in AdvoCare. And she's gotten better mentoring than I ever gave her. But I tell you what, I am so proud of what she's doing. They're making about 4500 a month, I think, now. She is rocking the house. I look at guys that I've supported over the years, like Todd Falcone, who's a millionaire in this business. Donna Valdez, who's the chief marketing officer of a company. BK Breco, who owns a company. Mike Duvall, who's a founding member over at Solovita, uh, I think the name of the company. Not Solovita, but uh, so- Solave. I get excited when I see people that have made it, and I know how bad I screwed it up. It's awesome to see this because I finally get it. See, I remember getting frustrated at people because I'd say, "Well, they never followed through. They quit. They just stopped doing anything." Right, well, that happens. You you bet. Not a doggone thing I can do about that sometimes, but the ones that I can. I gotta work on I gotta help. And something that's not in Ken's book that I'll just I'll just give you today. I mean I these are the kind of trainings that I have passion for. This is how I built my businesses. And I and I'll give you something that I think is, is good that you can use. It's what I it's what I I've I i, I do not know what anybody else calls it. I'm just gonna tell you it's the six steps that I've used to built my business. And it goes right along with what Ken's book is right here. And this is important. Number one is your prospecting. When you're at that important moment, right then and there, you've got to work on getting a list, and you've got to share with them why it's important that they get the list on paper. You'll forget. I answered eight emails last night that had come in into my spam folder, and you want to know what they are? People wanting information about the business. That means if I don't write them down, they'll probably go and spam again. So I write them down so I can follow up. In the prospecting stages, you're painting the picture of the dream. You're painting the picture of how what the company's doing, the mission, the ma- the, the the passion of the company can help them reach what they're looking for. The second step is, is the approach, the contact. So many times... People end up in a scenario of disaster. They don't know what to say. They're just excited. It's always better as you as a leader to make yourself available for them to share the story. Have them do a three-way and say, look, I just want you to listen to what he has to say or she has to say because they have a story of why they joined this business. And you share the story. Don't get wrapped up in products and all that crap. Share why you joined that business. Number 3 is the presentation. That's where you get into the business. I I love what we what we do in our company. We we do passport parties. I've heard of challenge parties, experience parties. You show a DVD, you let them taste the product. You have a few testimonials on on either the business or the or the the products. You let the people know you in or you're out. Number 4 is the follow up. Leader guides the 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 whole deal. You guide the brand new person. See, when you model the way, this is what this is called. When you're modeling the way, they will follow you. Not all of them. Lord knows what Ken wrote is accurate. The pain keeps us from wanting to do this. But there will be some. Probably, you know what, if I'm very conservative, I'd say one in Ten. That's going to see it, love it, believe it, and say, I'm in. I'm in all the way. I'm going with you. We're going to the top. That's exactly what happened. Number five is getting them started. They're having their first their first experience party, their first passport party, the first challenge party. They're going to their first big event. Whatever it is, that's what you want to get them started for. Started on, I should say. Number six is is that duplicated process? You start bringing in new people. You start getting more and more excited. You start focusing in on it. You start driving it home. Not 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 really about techniques. It's about a system. Systems are what works. You got to have a process that you put people through, and in that process comes personal development. I have them read the book. Start with why. I have them read the book Time Out by Tom Haupp. David Byrd wrote a great book, The Tipping The Tripping Point in Leadership, Overcoming Organizational Apathy. I have them talk about it or read it. I'm constantly filling them with books. John Maxwell's book, the, uh, How to Develop the Leader Within You, I want them to read it. I tell them to go get it. you got to read it. you got to buy it. you got to go with it. Because I believe that's what changes people in a gigantic way. It's what changed me. It's what change you. It's what will allow you to, to be able to use the most important minute in your network marketing career and change your business no matter what company you're in. I've seen it happen over and over and over. Folks, I love doing these radio shows. Tomorrow, we start on Section 2, Keeping Them In. You're in now what is the name of the chapter. It is going to be fun. Later this afternoon, I'm going to get my x ray on my foot, this will be the second week. It's feeling much, much better, so I'm excited for them to, to do the x-ray and let me know if they can put me into a soft cast or into a boot. I want to get back out on the road. They've told me I can't do anything for eight weeks, but I tell you what, network marketing has been good to me, and I am sucking down every doggone product that I have, getting my bones structured. I've got Longevity's Ultimate EFA Plus, which is which is a a, a wonderful Fish oil. I've got the Osteo drink. I've got Tangy Tangerine. I've got my uh, Way Beyond. I've got my Empower. I'm telling you, I'm taking everything I can. I got 2110 keeping me pumped up. So, you know what? We're going to make this happen, one way or the other. Folks, live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. And if you're in network marketing, act like it. You've been listening to the Beachside CEO on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive powered radio.